0: Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, I am back. Welcome back to Katie on the flip side of the podcast. I told you I'd be back and look, I'm back. That's so exciting. <laughs> I actually did what I said I was going to do, was gonna do. Um, which, by the way, is also one of the main ways that I have been successful, still working on being successful in overcoming a lot of this stuff and regaining my sense of self Self-confidence, self-worth, all of that is keeping promises to myself and making sure that I don't make promises to myself that I don't think I need to keep or would want to keep. Sometimes I'll say like crazy things to myself like, okay, I'm going to exercise like five times tomorrow. I've never actually said that, but I'm just giving an example (laughs) of something that wouldn't really make any sense. So like, I'm not going to make a promise to myself about that because I know I wouldn't do that. So that's kind of silly. Okay. Anyway, um, hey, sorry. I was just introing and then decided to throw that in there. How is y'all's week going? I hope it's going well. We are getting into a crazy month over here at our house. There's a lot of stuff going on this month, um, some exciting things and all kinds of stuff. Um, but today I wanted to get back to talking about my codependent top 10 red flags, um, that started out back in December of 2019 as a list of things that I was trying to get through to tell you guys about. If you want to know why it is now March of 2021, and I'm just now finishing this up, head back to the previous episode about, um, perfection and I explained it all there. So today, um, number nine on this list, this list, first of all, um, I've said a few times and I said in the beginning, but it's a list basically of things as I've been working to overcome codependency and codependent traits and a lot of things that I've been struggling with. Um, these are the top 10 things that I found were the biggest issues for me, but also the things that I found were like a red flag to me as I'm working through recovery for from this Um that would pop up that I'd go, oh shoot, I'm doing that again. That means I need to get a check on myself and recognize what's going on. And I'm slipping back into some old patterns, Um, things that I've been working to overcome and um, also to kind of alert me of like, oh, hey, hello, don't do that. (laughs) What are you doing? You're going back down the wrong road. Um, So number nine is blaming other people or situations for things that go wrong. And Holy cow, this is a big one. Um, this is a really big one that I did not even recognize at all. Um, when all of this started, I didn't even see it as something in the way that it would happen in my life, I didn't see it as something necessarily negative. Um, it is something that was consistent around me. Um, people that I was around growing up in my life throughout. I mean, it was kind of, stick with me. Okay. So this goes, blaming goes from small things to bigger things. So it's not just about, um, it's not just about huge incidents or huge things. It's about small things as well. So this, uh, my notes that I made on these top 10 things, I, like I said, made it back in December of 2019 and as i was making this list over the you know like week or so that i was kind of typing in notes on this i had written down a specific example and when i saw it um after not looking at it for like a year um i said oh my gosh i do remember that that was one of the first times that i recognized oh crap i do do this a lot and in smaller, more um, insignificant situations, but that add up over time. Um, so the example was, um, I was with one of my kids, I think it was Gaines, my daughter, and we were had come home from being somewhere. Um, Cullen and our son, Brooks, were gone somewhere else. And so Gaines wanted to watch something on TV. And so she was like, Mommy, can you turn on the TV? So I went in the playroom, was looking for the remote, and I was like, where is the remote? This is when we had um, been doing really well with kind of like keeping things in check, organized, like we had really started trying to minimize our house and simplify things. I started looking around and I was like, where is the remote? We've talked about keeping the remote exactly where it's supposed to be, blah, blah, blah. And so I looked over and I found it on the back, sitting on the back of the couch. And I remembered that Cullen had been in there with the kids earlier that day watching something. And she was like, oh, here it is, mommy. I was like, oh, there it is. Daddy left it on the back of the couch again. We've all talked about how we're supposed to keep the remote over here. And I had to stop myself. And I was like, okay, there's no reason for me to like shame him or blame him for the fact that I couldn't find the remote. Because in my head, my head immediately went to um, my conditioned thought process that I'm trying to replace uh, with the whole like, oh my gosh, that drives me crazy. Why can't he ever put the remote back where it's supposed to go? Meanwhile, I never keep my stuff where it's supposed to be and never put up anything like I'm supposed to. But my brain went to like, if this is so frustrating. And if he had put the remote where it was supposed to go, then I wouldn't be so frustrated. And then talking about that in front of her, which I didn't even let myself go that far. That's where my head was. Um, but at this time, I was at a point in my um, processing this and growing and learning and overcoming everything that I was able to stop myself and go, oh, shoot, that is not inappropriate response to the fact that the remote was on the couch. First of all, let's offer everybody a little bit of grace. Like he was dealing with kids and whatever else and left the remote on the couch. Not a big deal. Um, But that's just one small example of something that happens really frequently. And it goes with the whole um, codependent tendencies um, because a lot of it is not taking control for your own um, experiences or your own actions. So just because something goes wrong doesn't mean that it's somebody's fault. Yes, he may have left the remote control there, but my response to that is my responsibility. So whether I get all frustrated and upset and then resentful of the fact that he didn't leave the remote, I mean that he left the remote there and that I couldn't find it and that it stressed me out, that's, that's on me. And that is me just, I don't know. I don't know. This is one that, like I said, it's always kind of been, um, something, a a way of communication that has been intended, um, to show somebody, you know, basically if you're saying this in front of your daughter, kind of like, okay, make a mental note, Don't ever leave something out of place or it's going to stress other people out. And you need to make sure that you keep all your stuff put away to keep other people happy um, where we don't know what the situation is. Um, So this can go from anything small to anything large. Um, I feel like in these situations, I have to stop myself and ask, what is the reason that I feel like I need to blame somebody else? Um, versus just kind of acknowledging that like, yes, he is the one that left it there. And that is why it wasn't in the place it should be. But the reason the fact that he left it there is not, um, he didn't do it on purpose to like stress me out. He didn't do it to like, make me mad or make it so we couldn't watch TV. Obviously, it was literally just something that people do. And when you are in this state of mind, it's hard to understand things from other people's perspectives, Um, doesn't mean somebody needs to be blamed. So when I'm stopping and asking myself, what is the reason that I feel like I need to blame somebody else, not just in this situation, but in any situation. Um, So not even with like something like that, but say, for example, um, you know, you're running late somewhere already, and then the traffic lights are really slow. And it turns into just, God, if these traffic lights wouldn't take so long, then I wouldn't be late, where you are always late and you always go the same way and you always know that the traffic lights take a really long time. Um, and that's something that I've been working really hard on too, is understanding that it you can't just keep blaming other situations like Things that happen in life and in the world not just something that somebody else does but you can't keep blaming other situations for the fact that you keep screwing up so it kind of goes back to the thing too on um, rescuing and um, helping other people so if, say your co-worker keeps forgetting to bring a pen to a meeting and so you have to give you let them use your pen, and then you can't take notes so You got to at some point stop letting somebody use your pen so that they learn that they're actually responsible for bringing their own pen. But basically, just kind of like learning to take responsibility for your own things. If you know you always go a certain way, you know the traffic lights always take a a long time, and there's a potential that, you know, there's going to be an accident or traffic or whatever, then start leaving a little bit earlier and it will reduce a lot of stress in your life. I'm the last one to talk about being late. So this is probably I shouldn't even be giving this example (laughs) because I'm always late and I'm always like, oh my God, it's because of such and such and such and such. And yes, things do happen, but it's, it's not always the reason that I find myself blaming other people or other situations. I've realized a lot lately so much is that it goes back to me being mad or pissed off at myself because I used to like really get angry at the fact that the traffic lights were taking too long or the fact that somebody didn't put something where it went or the fact that things weren't the way they were supposed to be because somebody else did something. And recently I have learned to not put that weight on somebody else when it's something I could take responsibility for. So is the reason that I feel like I need to blame somebody because I want to make myself look better? Is it because I want to make it look like, oh, it's not because I was running late. It's because the traffic was bad. Like I would have been here on time. It's not because I'm really terrible at finding things when I lose them and I couldn't find the remote. It's not because of that. It's because, um, you know, somebody didn't put it back where it's supposed to be. Or, you know, if you're cooking dinner, For example, and you leave the rolls in the oven. Maybe your husband's in the kitchen with you. You walk out of the kitchen, you go get distracted and start playing a game on your phone, start scrolling Facebook, and then realize after 15 minutes, oh crap, the rolls are burning. And you go back in there and he's sitting there at the table and the rolls are burning. Okay. This is an example where previously, my first response would have been like, what are you doing? Why didn't you get the rolls out of the oven? Well, you didn't ask me. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know that you needed me to get the rolls out of the oven. And as in my previous mindset, it would have been like, well, you should have known that. Like, you should have just noticed that the rolls were in there, that I left the room and that you should get them out. Um, And I think that necessarily didn't go down to the fact of like, actually, I don't know on the surface, it was still a feeling of resentment and upset at somebody particularly because they should have known what I need. But it also comes from not being able to or not having known to speak up for myself and state my needs and say, hey, I need you to watch the rolls and also not wanting myself to look bad. So now if that were to happen, I would be more inclined to be like, oh, dang it, I was playing on my phone for too long and totally forgot about the rolls. And now they're burnt. I'm so sorry that I burnt the rolls. I will make something else or we'll make it work and we'll eat them. But literally not placing any of that blame on somebody else whose responsibility it is not. Um, So that would be an example of wanting to make yourself look better. You know, it's not that you were absent-minded and forgot about them. It's that, well, somebody else was in the room, so they should have noticed. And then the other reason when I stop myself and say, like, what's the reason that I feel like I need to blame somebody or point out somebody else's faults? Previously, that would be a form of communication, like I said, to teach that person a lesson. Like, um okay note to yourself always be aware of everything when I'm cooking and make sure that nothing burns which is not an appropriate quote air quote lesson to teach somebody that's not their responsibility if it has taught me that if I need something I need to ask for it if I don't feel comfortable asking for it or don't feel like it's my place to ask for it so you know maybe whoever's in the room your husband or whoever is in the middle of some big project and they can't stop to worry about the roles, well, then that means I need to not just expect that somebody else is going to do that. I'm sure it wouldn't hurt to say, hey, would you mind watching the roles? That's also where that person's boundaries and communication can come in and say, you know what, I really, I would, but I'm so focused on this. I'm afraid that I will forget about them. So um, why don't you set the timer on your phone or something like that? So that would also be my responsibility of saying, Instead of relying on somebody else, instead of putting the pressure and the blame and the fault on somebody else so that if they do burn, I don't look bad, then it's putting it on me and saying, I realize that as an adult, I am responsible for this myself. I know this may sound really Silly or strange to some of y'all. Um, I imagine though, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably understand because you've been there. Um, we're all kind of (laughs) in this learning process together for those of y'all that are on this journey with me. Um, if you're not and you have no clue what I'm talking about, you're probably gonna think this is really strange. I feel like that's how it is with a lot of this stuff because as I started learning it, I was like, what? This is like none of this is anything I've ever known. Like, this is not just me, you mean other people have these issues. Um, so as I'm going through that, just keep this in mind. Um, I still, I still have trouble sharing about some of it because some of it is still so close to home and still things that I'm working on overcoming. But I think the important part is recognizing that it is a problem, recognizing that when it does happen, I can, obviously we're going to all screw up. I'm going to screw up. I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to say things that come from places of old conditioned behaviors where I know I don't need to be, the responses that I don't need to be making. And it's a huge reminder to pause before reacting and think about it. And like I said, the main thing I stop and do is ask myself, what is the reason I feel like I need to blame somebody else for this? Is it pointing out their faults? Is it um, teaching somebody a lesson or is it in the case of like saying something about um, my husband or somebody else in front of my daughter is that to show her the best way to respond. And I feel like that is something that happened a lot, um, up until this point in my life, from the time I was a little kid up until this point in my life was like pointing out something that somebody else was doing. Oh my gosh, look at that lady. Um, I don't know, talking to her kid that way. Nobody should ever talk to their kid that way. That's, she's terrible. That's terrible. And in that way of trying to use that as a lesson, you're also modeling judging other people, um, not having grace for other people, not understanding that other people, you don't know their whole situation. You don't know what's going on in their life. Um, It seems like sometimes those are good teaching moments uh, when you see something going on when you're with your child that is not a good thing or like oh my gosh look at that guy smoking that cigarette that is so nasty I would never want to be in a car with anybody who's doing that that might be a true statement and you might feel that way but saying something to blame somebody else or to shame somebody else is not a way to teach somebody a lesson um in a way that is judging somebody else's character or like pointing out that somebody else is doing something wrong that's their life. That's their decision. You might think it's wrong. That's not our place to judge them. So, um, in a situation like that saying, if, if your child doesn't notice, then it's not something to even point out. First of all, um, if it's something you feel like triggers your mind to say, Oh, you know what? I really need to have this discussion with my child, then have the discussion about it when it is not in a way that is not related to the other person in a way that's just like, Hey, did you know that smoking is bad for you? (laughs) Or whatever way you decide to discuss it with your child. Um, Another thing that I do or that I try to remind myself to do after I catch myself before or when I find myself blaming somebody or um, blaming a situation or complaining about how it's because of X, Y, and Z that I did something wrong is learning how I could take my... Take responsibility for my part of the situation, and especially expressing that in front of the kids, I think is important. In saying, "Dang, we are running so late!" and um, I tried to get out the door in time. I got distracted doing this. I made a mistake. I didn't get out the door when I when I meant to, and I will make sure that next time. Um, I do better about that. And we're all human. We all make mistakes. It's okay. It's not a big deal. We'll get through it. Um, Being late, obviously, is a big issue in my life because I keep using that example. Um, But I think using those examples of showing and kind of speaking out loud how you would respond to yourself, how you would give yourself grace, and how you would not put that on other people is so important. I get really frustrated Lately, um, it's it's not as much lately as it used to be, but seeing my kids, mainly my daughter because she's older and lived through it with me when I was more that way, when I see her doing that um, or I see one of the kids saying something to blame somebody else. So um, for example, like one of them will trip over the other one's toy that's in the middle of the floor. Meanwhile, they've got toys all over the floor, too. You know, it's not like this one child is just leaving toys. So somebody trips over somebody else's toys and says, I just broke my toenail. You shouldn't leave your toys in the middle of the floor. You've got to pick up your stuff. And that's just not that's just not the way that I would like to. For them to have seen me respond, I hate seeing that they respond that way now because they had seen it previously from me um, and probably do see it from me now sometimes still. I do try to catch myself and say, even if I say something like that, say, you know what? I realize that it was your toy on the floor, but I also need to pay more attention to where I'm walking. And you didn't put that toy on the floor to intentionally trip me, it wasn't on purpose. Yes, we've talked about picking up toys, but it was my fault that I tripped. It was not somebody else's fault that I tripped just because something's in the middle of the floor. I could have just as easily tripped over my own feet. Um, So it's really hard for me when I do see them doing that. And it makes me more aware of the fact that I used to model that out loud, even if I wasn't saying it to them, even if I was saying, God, if that guy would have just gone faster through the yellow light, I could have made it through the light too. And we could have gotten there and we wouldn't have been running late. So I can't believe that guy was driving so slow and he made me late. We all know on the road, um, it is very easy to blame other people. Uh, and it, it is absolutely the case that if you get stuck in traffic, you're late due to the traffic, even if you left early. Um, but when, when that's modeled, you can also start reversing it by modeling, um, you know, frustration. Oh man, we didn't make that traffic light. That makes me frustrated, but I know there's nothing I can do about it. So we'll just do our best to get there safely when we can. Um, even if it's not something that you need to take responsibility for, maybe you left in plenty of time and you're just annoyed that you had to stop at a traffic light. It's not, it's important to not blame somebody else. It's important to not, um, model, especially for your kids Judging other people and pointing out other people's flaws because that's just not our place. Um, if there's a situation where it does make sense to state that somebody else did something that caused a problem, then that can be addressed in a way of love and acceptance rather than shaming and blaming. Um, so I don't think it's something that you should like lie about. Um, I'm trying to think of a specific example. But say, for example, okay, this is this is an example that did happen recently. Um, so our daughter likes to have her toothbrush in a certain spot in the bathroom. She doesn't like it to be next to her brother's toothbrush. And so Cullen and I both will be putting stuff up and just like put it in there, you know, like put it in the bathroom where it's supposed to be and not think about whose side is which and all of that because that's just not on the top of our minds. And so it's something that does get her upset. And, um, there was one day I knew for sure I hadn't put it up myself. I knew Cullen had been cleaning up the bathroom and she came out and was like, why is my toothbrush not where it's supposed to be? Um, I don't want it next to Brooks's toothbrush, whatever. And typically the response would be, well, daddy put it there and he knows you don't like it that way. So I don't know why he didn't do it. That would have been the old response of blaming somebody else um, for situations that go wrong and taking it as an opportunity to like teach a lesson or whatever else. But what I try to do more of is if it's a situation where I don't want to lie and say, oh, I have no idea. It just got there. Or I don't want to lie and say, I put it there. The nice way to say is, oh, I don't know. I know daddy was cleaning up the bathroom earlier, um, he must have put it in the wrong place. I'm sure it was a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. We'll try to be more aware of making sure when we put your things away that we put them where you want them to be. Um, so that's a way of doing it, not in a way that shames somebody or makes her feel like she needs to have resentment towards the other person. Basically, it doesn't It doesn't make anybody look better to blame somebody else or to bl- to blame a situation. Um, as a people pleaser and as somebody who always wants to make sure that you're not making anybody upset or doing anything wrong, it seems like a good option in quotes, a good option to blame somebody else so that you can maintain your people pleaser status so that you aren't the one that's making somebody upset because as a people pleaser you don't want to be the one to upset somebody. So, um, you know, in the messed up backwards thinking that goes with all of this. That's kind of where it comes from. Um I just know that this has been a big one because it's been so ingrained in me for so long and it's been something that I've had to work really hard to overcome and I've realized what negative energy it brings um and how it changes just the vibe and relationships and levels of resentment and everything that goes along with that, because it does nobody any good. There are definitely times when accountability needs to be had. Um, if it's that, you know, somebody didn't do something that they were supposed to do, that can be addressed with love. It can be addressed Um, with grace and understanding, uh, because we're all human and we all make mistakes, but it doesn't need to be done with shame and blame. Um, Cullen and I actually, I need to go back and listen to it because it's been so long. We actually did a live stream on YouTube, which I had uploaded here on this podcast. If you scroll way back, um, uploaded the audio of it talking about shame and blame in our marriage. And I think we talked about a good bit of this. I probably should have listened to that before I recorded this because it's been so long. Um, But I think I'll leave it with that today on this topic. Um, I do have one more thing. Number 10 coming up. And I'm excited to talk about that one. And then move on to talking about more current things. Because there is a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. And like I said last time too. This is good therapy for me. So (laughs) I appreciate y'all being here. And um, being my therapist. And listening to me ramble on about all of these things. Um, Yeah. So. That's where we're going. The next one um, is going to be talking about allowing myself to get involved in drama that is not my business, and that is one of the major um, codependent uh, red flag slips too. So, we'll be talking about that next time. If y'all have not already, just scroll down to the bottom of this podcast and rate the podcast. That really helps me um, leave a review. That really helps me as well. And I'm able to read them there. Uh, There's not obviously comments on podcasts, but you can find me on Instagram, send me a DM, um, comment on a photo or whatever else, and we can communicate that way. I really appreciate you listening. I really appreciate the support and I really appreciate you guys being here with me as I'm like re-navigating, figuring this out. Um, I've also just been struggling lately, which is part of what I want to talk about once I get through number 10 next, um, just with everything. Adjusting to a move and everything else is hard enough on its own, but in the middle or like in the process of kind of overcoming some of this stuff, it brings up a lot of old things and it brings up a lot of Um, self-consciousness and self-doubt and all of that. So um, I'm trying hard to just put this out there and talk about it regardless of whether I feel confident about it or not because that's what I've told myself I'm going to do. So Anyways, just so y'all know, that's what's going on with me, and I will talk more about that later. But thank you guys so much for being here, and I will be back next Thursday with another podcast. In the meantime, I will be posting some Instagram stories and hanging out over there. There'll be videos on our YouTube channel. Check all that out. There are links in the show notes. Thanks, guys. Bye.